comic timing is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network, Network bitch. <laughs> Print it. Welcome to episode 151 of Comic Timing, a comics podcast devoted to the average comic book fan from the average comic book fan. Join in as Brent Casino, rotating panel with guests and myself, Ian Levesey, discuss whatever comes to mind. Time after time, here on Comic Timing. Time to roll 2013 out with the trash and let 2014 shine. We got Yanni, we got Chad, we got Brandon, we got Brent, and myself giving our best and worst of 2013. Listen in. Here now, Comic Timing. Hey there, folks. My name is Ian Levesine, and welcome to episode 151 of Comic Timing. We probably have more episodes out in the month of January than we have had out in the month of January in about three years. <laughs> Applause to us for that. This will more than likely come out in February because we're close enough to that. But either way, hooray for more Comic Timing and hooray for Brent Casino. What's going on? Hooray for Brent Casino. Hello. Hooray. How are you today? I am doing quite well as today is my 30th birthday. So this is the episode after our momentous CGS plug on their feed. So if you are a new listener, I would like to personally welcome you to the show. Please thank you for checking us out after listening to the CGS guys for a majority of our episode and taking a little chance on us, the little that we talked on there, and saying, you know what, I'm going to give those guys a shot. Yes. So thank you. And It was a numbers thing. I will admit it was a numbers thing. There were more of them than us. That's fine. That's right with me. I'm glad those guys are on and hosted and, and are giving us a bump for this episode. Yep. Hopefully you stay to 152 and beyond, and please enjoy our other shows, Comic Book Laundry, and uh, an occasional video games podcast with myself and Jim Afanis. So I hope you enjoy this episode and enjoy those. And please stay for the Yahtzee. And and, and he and he plugs all of his shows and forgets to mention the extra point. But that's okay. That's fine. Well, you yeah. still call it comic timing. So. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I know. It's a sideshow. But yeah, either way, yes, please. I couldn't have said it better myself. Welcome to those of you who have never checked us out before the CGS episode. And those of you who are still here, please in, in, enjoy the fish. It's 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 delicious, and I I, I promise. Post on it's the real. Facebook feed for God's sake. Yes, if you're still here and you haven't done so, I'm tired of looking at Justin Lee Parrish, Matthew Guy, and the one other guy I always forget. Donovan, Donovan Grant, Donovan. Yeah. Even the guys on this episode don't post on our Facebook feeds. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Wait, there's a Facebook feed. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll I'll introduce this guy first, then, since he's the first one who talked. Uh, I'll, I'll, in fact, I'll introduce them both at the same time, since they're both of Comic Book Laundry, a syndicated comic timing podcast. Joining us here for the 2013 wrap-up, we got Michael Yanni, we got Chad Burdett. What's going on, guys? Oh, Chad, that's what a not-interrupted intro sounds like. <laughs> that must be an inside joke for that show that we host that I never listened to. That's right. <laughs> Hey, I've listened to at least two, three or four episodes, man. I, I know what you're talking 11. about. <laughs> exactly. Hi, Chad. How are you? I'm doing all right. Not too bad. Good. It's kind of cold here in New York. Dude, it's cold in half the country. Screw you, screw you all. I'm getting snow, all right? Yeah. Screw you all. Brandon Christopher is getting snow. Hi, Brandon. Yo, yo, yo. Just call me the Night Thrasher for this episode. <laughs> it's actually pretty chilly today because it was 75 degrees down here in Orlando. Yeah. yeah suck screw it. You. Uh, screw you. Brent, Brent, Brent. 
you live in Florida, so it's okay. We understand. You have to deal with Florida, man. I do. Yeah. Florida, man. (laughs) Florida, man. The worst superhero in all the land is Florida, man. Worst or best, though? Yes. The answer to that is yes. So this is our 2013 wrap-up episode, and before we get even further in the episode, I'm just going to go ahead and say real quick that we're sponsored by DCBS, Discount Comic Book Service, at dcbservice.com, where you can get the best deals on all the interwebs combined on your comics, at least 40% off on all major publishers, and 50% off on Marvel and DC trades and hardcovers. As I said, this episode is probably coming out in the first week of February, so we do not have the new deals for the new month yet. But go there and check out all the deals that are present. There'll probably be a bunch of books for 50% off, and they still do bundles for Vertigo and uh, and occasionally Valiant and Image and a whole bunch of other companies as well. And if you buy digital comics as well as physical comics, use their digital storefront to save even further money at DCBS in return. So once again, DCBService.com and their sister site, InStockTrades.com. We thank them for their support. So here we are, folks. 2013 has come and gone, and we're in 2014. So let's go ahead and review it all, shall we? And uh, we we do things a little bit different here for anybody who is new to the show. And uh, Brent, I know I sort of forced this upon you a few years ago, but we're sticking with this format because it at least seems to be... I like this format. Good. Because it's different from all the other shows that I listen to. Right. Yeah, we we, we try to spice things up a little bit. And 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 from the ones that I listen to, we might actually beat them to the best 2013. (laughs) It's very possible. Which is very rare for us. (laughs) Well, uh, the 11 O'Closkers came out last week, so we didn't beat them. And I think CGS is putting theirs out on the 31st, so we might be slightly behind. But either way, this is is early for us, man. Like, we put put these things out like mid-February But CGS does nominations first, so then you got to vote. You're right. So they're not even having the full awards. You are absolutely right. Right, that is true. Yeah. So we'll start things off with the first question, and uh, it's uh, it's a pretty precise question, at least. I will ask it to Brandon first. And uh, Brandon, if you would have told yourself in 2012 that you would be reading blank in 2013, you would have called yourself a liar. Well, if you'd have told me last year that I'd be reading every X book known to man again, uh, you, I would have said you're. Dead freaking wrong. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. This year has been so good for X Men. Amen. It's Amen. like my childhood has come back. Dude, I'm I'm in the exact same boat as you. I mean I, I can't praise them enough. I, I keep hoping one of them is gonna be bad so I won't have to buy it. <laughs> but but they but again they just they just keep putting out good books. Like or at least the main X-Books, I'll say. Like, I still don't pick up X-Force, and I just started X-Factor, and I'm going to give that at least three or four issues, and then I'll make my decisions as to whether I'm going to keep up with it or not. But, I mean, all new X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, X-Men adjective list, Wolverine in the X-Men, Amazing X-Men. I, I can't point out a stinker in the bunch. Oh, Amazing X-Men. Oh, my God, Amazing X-Men. At first issue, when he... Wait, Nightcrawler came back, and I'm like, oh, it's just, oh, the golden age has come back to Marvel and has come back again to the X-Books where they're just 
the books to go to. And dude, isn't it great that Aaron is like channeling his best, like non-stinky Claremont in Amazing? Oh <laughs> God! Like he's got the dialogue without the whole blah 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 blah. My name is so and so, and I do this, <laughs> and I and I hail from the town of Salem, Salem, uh, Salem, Center, New York, home of the X Men, Gray Walken Lane, and I have this power, and I can do this, and and people fear us, and but we protect them no matter what, and it's it's just. I'm a character. Here's what I do. Let's move on. Yeah. You already know us? Okay, let's go. Right. You got a little wrestling there in that rant, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am uh, the game. Uh. <laughs> I am the Yeah. No, but it's like, even with, even with, even if Lepresti do it, uh, not Lepresti, uh, even with Aaron doing the, the dialogue, but I mean, just going back to all new X Men mm-hmm. and. I'll probably talk. We'll probably talk about it when we get to events or um, yes. But with Battle of the Atom, oh my god! It's just I every issue was written so well. It was top of the stack for me. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't like that phrase because I. I keep my good. I keep my favorite books to the very end. But it has just been knocking out of the park week after week with mm-hmm. that with that series, and it was weekly, and it just just got me going. I re- I was running from book to book to book because I wouldn't know what's, what's going to happen. Yep. Yeah. No, and I, I'm there with you 100%. Yeah, take that, 2012, Brandon. Punch <laughs> you in the face, you jerk. <laughs> what? Now, do you, do you think that's because there's actually an uptick in quality, or is it just because Bendis took over the X-Books this year? And I feel like that's kind of weird as much as Bendis is kind of loved and reviled at the same time that he jumps on the X-Books and then all of a sudden the X-Books are fucking awesome. I think it's not just so much an uptake in quality, though. I think it's the problem with Bendis is that when Bendis does something for so long, it gets repetitive. Since Bendis had never really taken his foray into the X world, unless you really count House of M, it it's refreshing because he, he does do innovative things with characters. He see, he looks at characters differently than we do, and he he sees relationships differently than than we do. Also, and he he has that knack for the history, which has been I want to say ignored for so long. You know, they're trying to make things they were trying to make things too different for so long. Now they're trying to go back to. That he's a voice of what made the characters great. Yeah, and you said the exact word I was going to say there, Brandon, and this is what I'll say to you, Brent. There is cohesion in the titles again. Like it feels like Uncanny is tied to uh, all new X Men, which is tied to X Men, which is tied to Wolverine and the X Men. There's there's no real. This is happening on this side of the world, and yet somehow that character is there at the same time that she's in Connecticut. You know, like, they're, they're, they at least seem to be paying attention to each other again. And that's one of the things that I appreciate so much about the X-Men right now is that they're, they're except for Wolverine, because, you know, no shit, Wolverine's going to be freaking everywhere because he's goddamn Wolverine. But for the most part, they're paying attention to each other, and that's what I really like about the X-Books right now. Can I say about Bendis, I feel like he's more suited to X-Men than he was suited to Avengers. Because whereas with the Avengers, if they're sitting around talking... People are like, what's going on? Or if I expect the X-Men to sit around and have ridiculous discussions. Yes. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And, and, and occasionally play basketball or football. Yeah. Baseball. 
or baseball, yeah. Depending on which writer is writing them at the time, because they seem to change favorite sports like every other week. Brent, I will ask you what your if you're your 2012, you would have been reading it in 2013. You would have been a liar book is. If you'd have told me in 2012, I'd be, I'm, I know I'm just restating what you said, but I'm saying it the non Yoda way for our li- new listeners. If you told me in 2012 that I'd be reading blank. Oh, wait, that's where you put your answer in. That's right. <laughs> wow. Who, who, who writes blank? I, I, no, no, no. I, I do have an email up that was well-timed. That's okay. why they call it comic timing. You not only get comics, you get comedians. Yeah. Not, not really. No. Very, very. No, okay. we, we, we wish. Uh, Superman, Wonder Woman. You get the point. Superman, Wonder Woman. Really? I would have called you a liar because I had no idea that they were going to announce such a book, and I would have no idea that I would that I would be enjoying it. Um. It's not this a blockbuster style book like Batman with Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder, you know, has been for the past year. You know, granted, I, I'm kind of done with the origin thing. I'm, I'm gonna read that continuously, but those guys didn't make my list this year at all because I picked them so much last year. Um, but also because I'm kind of tired of Batman's origin, I'm still enjoying it. But for me, uh. Charles Soule is a writer that this year I've kind of taken notice of. Yeah, uh, He turned Red Lanterns into a readable book with Guy Gardner taking over that book. I'm looking forward to a um, She-Hulk, actually, over at Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm interested for the uh, the one-two punch of Green Lantern and the Red, Red Lanterns in one issue coming in, I think, next month or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he turned Swamp Thing into something really cool. Uh, it, it was cool before, but he kind of picked up the mantle and, and grew into something. Uh, and I just caught up recently in Barnes and Noble, like on the last arc of his or something. That was really neat. Um, and then Superman, Wonder Woman for me, you know, you got Charles Soule, who's a new up and coming writer. Seems like he's writing a lot for everybody right now. Plus, my one of my favorite artists, Tony Daniel, is just pumping out fantastic work. Um, we, I saw him on Action Comics earlier this year, and I was excited for Superman Run, and then all that fell apart with Andy Diggle and nonsense. So it, it was exciting to see him on Superman still, and then take over Wonder Woman because I enjoyed the Justice League issues he had done prior to that. Um, and it's not a romance book; it's a a it's a book like Batman Superman where they have adventures together. You know, and yes, there is a little romance as well, just like in Batman Superman, you'd have a little bit of camaraderie but it's not to the level that i'm putting my throat you know my finger down my throat and trying to bar for gag and it's not and it's not written in a cheesecakey or uh pornographic or just fanboyish fanfic way it's written really really well so it's more uh, a team-up book than anything else yeah it's definitely more of a team-up book than anything else there is this added dimension to it because the, the two characters are in a romantic relationship mm-hmm. but most of the time, that's kind of like the intro or exit of each team-up story or you know whatever the connecting story is. And they brought in Doomsday for a split second, and he beat the shit out of Wonder Woman. And now Zod and I think Ursa or Feora is making an entrance into the DCU. Um, so I'm just interested to see what they're doing with those characters. And the Tony Daniel art has been uh, fantastic. So that's my pick. Has there been kneeling before Zod yet? Not yet. Aww. Zod, he's kind of scheming in the background. He's kind of right now. He's kind of posing himself to Superman as a benevolent benefactor. Uh, he's not really uh, absolutely villainous right away. I think there's going to be a turn in later issues where Superman realizes that uh, this is not the guy he thinks he is. Um, so it's very interesting. It's creating a new dynamic between these guys. He's not coming out and going, "Neil, before me, I was the ruler of Krypton." <laughs> blah blah blah. I'm a pompous asshole. It's 
you know, he's looking, Zod's looking for help from Superman in order to get what he wants. So nice. he's kind of in a, a Marvel villain in that way right now. So I, I'm going to go next, and and then I'll uh, I'll hand it over to Yanni from there. If you would have told me in 2012, I'd be reading absolutely no new 52 DC comics in 2013. I would have called you a liar. I, I oh boy, here it comes. I, I did I did not want to go negative on this, but I just looking through my responses, I kind of had to because. Yeah, I, I figured I'd at least still be reading Batman and, you know, maybe Justice League and maybe Aquaman. But as I've said many times on the show before, I looked at the stack of comics that I had and I looked at what I was really desiring to read every month. And New 52 DC books were not those titles for me. So I had to make an important buying decision and just clean slate, drop them. And that is what I did as of halfway through this year. And I'm really not missing it that much. Like, my reading habits have significantly changed since then. Like, I'm actually going through a bunch of the trades I've had been, that have been sitting on a shelf for years and, and reading those. I mean, as I said on the extra point, I, I read Preludes and Nocturnes, and I freaking love that. I'm going to read through all the rest of Sandman going forward. I've got some Animal Man trades that need to be read. I've got uh, a whole bunch of Marvel stuff sitting there. I've got some Peter David Visionaries, X-Factor that still need to be read, and some Hulk stuff. And I've got a crap load of comics sitting here still reading to be read from like the last year. Clean slate, drop DC, and I'm not really missing it that much. Like if someone tells me straight up that there's something that I really cannot miss, I might either pick up the digital copy or the trade. But for now, DC New 52 is a thing of the past for me. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to pick up the free comic book day issue. Like, I, did, so, I didn't pre-order it from DCBS, so... So you're not even peeking on them on the secret Comixology account you have from me? I've only <laughs> The only book that I read in recent memory was that uh, Justice League 3000 book, and that was just to basically talk about it on the show. So that's that's it. Like, I might, I might read through the rest of Justice League and perhaps Forever Evil in the next, like, month or two, but it's not top priority, and it's not anything I'm really, like, itching to do right now. That's, uh-huh. yeah, reading habits change, I guess. I'm just not, it's not my cuppa right now to steal wine from 11 O'Clock Comics. So, there you go. Can I, can I just say, I'm kind of with you also, too? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I was going through my, I was going through my uh, best of list, and I realized there's not much for DC, if anything, on here for me, maybe for like yeah. number five, but that's about it, though. There's not much for me over there anymore, yeah. which is kind of sad because DC's kind of got me, what got me back into comics back in 05. Mm-hmm. I just think now with the way the books are, or the, sorry, say the way the characters are being written or the way the, the arcs are going, it just doesn't appeal to me anymore. You, dude, you know what's bad when I read an article saying Wally West might return, and I'm just sort of like, <laughs> meh. meh. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I should be happy that I'm getting a character who I love back, but yeah. it just... Uh, He's this, not the blue guy. He's not the blue guy. Yeah, I know. I know. Everybody's going to be so freaking excited that they think he's the blue guy. It's not the it's blue not guy. It's not the blue guy, no. He's going to be one of those other guys on the cover it's, that doesn't even show his face. I guarantee you the blue guy is John Fox. Damn it. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that makes that makes sense in the story that's being told there. But either way, like, and you know what? 
there, there's controversy already. Like, if they make Wally West black or whatever, who freaking cares? It's still going to be Wally. But, like, I'm just... Well, will it be... Really. It's it's not the... It's going to be a character named Wally West. That's exactly. what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be Walter West. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be walter white i'm sorry i had to but um yeah uh, no it's it just it, it's it's just not anything i want to read right now and maybe my opinion will change in 2014 who knows mike uh if you would have told me in 2012 that i'd be reading hawkeye i would have called you a liar what's up bro what, what's your problem bro no, well, just dude, well, dude, bro, uh, bro, dude, bro, do you, uh, do, do you understand, bro, bro, dude, help me up, bro, dude, bro, dude, do, bro, man, man, bro, dude. Please continue. No, just, uh, I mean, I've seen Hawkeye books come and go in the past and had no interest ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I see, I, I saw the cover, I'm like, it's a nice looking cover. Read that first issue, like, that's a really good first issue. And, I waited for the trade, and I was happy happy to uh, receive it. That book is freaking great, and I can't wait to read more of it. Yeah, no, it's it, in fact you might be hearing more about this book in 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 future answers. But yeah, no, it, it's it absolutely impressed me. Like, I mean, I like Fraction, and I mean, mm, yeah, to begin with. But I there's plenty of Fraction books that I skip over. But when I heard the reaction on Hawkeye, I had to run out there and pick it up, and I was thoroughly impressed with what i had to read just the the cover styling the the interior art yep. and just the stories are just freaking great and if i had if i actually read it monthly i'd probably have it in a lot more slots but yeah that book's freaking great yep yeah no hell yeah agreed entirely mr Burdett. um i would say that i would be reading a comic book based on a video game injustice mm. Mm, yes and even though sometimes the art just the art is isn't you know what I like, I'm still still enjoying the story. It gives me the uh, Kingdom Come vibe. Yeah, I was I was gonna say oh so you're so you're enjoying New Fifty Two Kingdom Come. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> Great, they've ruined I mean, Kingdom it, Come now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Mark Wade is spinning like in his grave. Outside of. He's not dead. I don't know. I think if you also if I um if you told me that I would uh go one month without uh, ordering any DC Amen. books, I would have called you a liar. Skip the whole uh, villain's month. Yeah. Ugh. That was my that was my breaking point, actually. That's when I stopped buying them was that month, and I just continued it past there. That was the most skippable month ever. Yeah. <laughs> I had uh, one of the guy one of the comic stores here locally uh, pull Superman books for me before I stopped getting those. He pulled one of the 3D covers for me and said, yeah, not interested. He goes, are you sure? I go, yeah, I'm not going to support it. No, it, it, and it, gimmicks like that are not anything I'm interested in, in comics. I'm all about the, the quality of the story itself over the frickin' cover stock. And that was just something that I just really wanted nothing to do with in any way. But I think I picked up Injustice uh, just one day when I was looking for something to read and it's like, Oh, okay. I'll, I'll check out the next one. Uh, it's getting a little more interesting. I'll check out the next one. And then I guess there's just going to be a second season or a second year of it. Yeah. That's yes, it started yeah. already. Oh, it did start. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I've only read it through uh, issue 32 of the first one. So, okay. What issue were you up to, Brent? 
I'm on. I'm current. Cool. All right. Did they do a time jump or anything like that for season two, or is it still concurrent with what was happening before? No, it, it's concurrent. Okay. Cool. I'll, I'm talking about it later. So. All right. Sweet. That works. All right. I had such high hopes for blank, but now hopes have been dashed and replaced by sadness. <laughs> Brandon. Uh, pass me. I'll come back to mm. it. Okay. Yanni. Uh, I had such high hopes for Uncanny X-Force, but now hopes have been dashed and replaced by sadness. Why? Why? What, what didn't it do for you? I was just like, I mean, coming off of uh, Remender's Uncanny X-Force, like, uh, I mean, that book was excellent. A period where we had one, the first really good X-Force book with uh, Kyle and Yost, and then we come into Uncanny X-Force with Remender, just two amazing books, and then to continue from that series and this one with Psylocke and her X-Force ladies and hanging out with Puck for some reason. <laughs> it just, that book just meandered. So it's like, what's going on? Oh, now we're spending three issues with Psylocke hanging out with Phantom X with none of the other characters. And it's just like, I didn't know where that book was going and it just didn't make any sense. Didn't the title also sort of become redundant once Brian Wood's X-Men started up? Because a lot of the same cast is in that. Yeah. To some extent, and Cable and X Force was is a good book. I enjoy it. Yeah, I got to catch up on that. I read a, I read a bunch of it for when Brent and I did that AVX podcast a few months back, and I, I enjoyed what I had of it. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to catch up on that further. Yeah, but both of them are coming to an end. I'm I'm finishing it out. I was gonna I quit on it, but then since uh, it's crossing over with Cable and X Force to finish out both books, I figured I'd just I'll get the remainder of the issues and just see how it turned out. Did they resolve Colossus's power issues in Cable and X Men? Mm. Oh, sorry, Cable nope. and X Force. Okay. Um, he has a device. Cable gave him a device that lets him just change normally when he wants to. Gotcha. But that's about it. Okay. Cool. He's still he's still messed up, just like Magneto's messed up and, and Cyclops is messed up. Yep. That's, Cool. Brent. Yo. High hopes. Yep. Justice League 3000? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there really wasn't anything I read this year that was like absolutely awful mm-hmm. or that I had high hopes for. I just picked that book on a whim and it wasn't very good. So that's why I threw that in there. Okay. No comment necessary, I guess. That's fine. So I'm going to throw one in here and it's something that is only really here on a sort of a my own personal taste thing and I have a feeling nobody is going to agree with me on this I had such thanks Chad (laughs) (laughs) I I had such high hopes for New Avengers fuck you yeah and it, it might be as simple as I need to sit my ass down and read the back issues that I have but there's something about the first like four or five issues of that that I just could not get into and it might just be that it's just not not my personal taste in comics, or it might just be that I, I you know, read them not, you know, not back to back initially. Like maybe that's the way that it has to be read. Maybe it's actually meant to be read in trade. This sort of stuff. But I, I just couldn't get into New Avengers, so I, I've now actually dropped it in favor of Avengers Universe, and I'm seeing if that works a little, a little bit better for me. And uh, you know I'm, I'm looking forward to that a little bit, uh, a little bit more here. But yeah, New Avengers didn't do it for me. Shame on you. I know. I, I'm trust me. I'm gonna go back to it to see if if Hickman wows me because 
you know, there is a bunch I need to catch up on, and, and I I know that the that digitally it's collected now, so I can I can do that, or I can just gather together all my singles that are flying around and see what happens. But I got I got volume one and two on the iPad, and I I read volume one, and I picked up volume two the other week when it came out. Cool. But I, I bought half of volume two for the Infinity shit, mm-hmm. which I was kind of pissed about. But uh, but yeah, volume one reads reads really well in in trade. So wait, so right. only part of the Infinity crossover is in volume two? No, all of it is in volume two. Okay. I'm saying the interconnectedness. Uh, we'll get into this later, I'm sure too. <laughs> the interconnectedness of Infinity is such a clusterfuck gotcha. that <sighs> I had to buy the New Avengers book single issues in order to follow the Infinity story. Understandable. Okay. All right. That that makes a lot of sense. Chad. Yes. Your answer, sir. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I had high hopes for. Jeff John's closing uh, Green Lantern stories. <laughs> I just the Third Army Rise of the Third Third Army sucked, and I don't still trying to understand why Wrath of the First Lantern was important. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm with you there. But issue twenty was the best issue he'd written in a long time. When he finished all okay. that, like his last issue on everything. Oh, the epilogue issue. Yeah, or yeah. with the. The, not the epilogue, but the, oh, the issue where everything came to a close. It was the finale and... of everything. Yeah, it, it was everything all rolled in the one. Yeah, it was, all, all out of it order was, also. Well, just to have, plus all, everyone patting him on the back in that issue, too. <laughs> that, was, that was like the best issue he'd written in, in years since the beginning of the new 52. So check check that out. But I, I'm, I'm with you there. Do you guys the think the first land and shit sucked? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, like, do you guys think he wanted to leave Green Lantern a year before he actually did? I think he wanted to leave Green Lantern with New Fifty Two. Yeah. I got well, that. Well, the right. Sinestro concept was I, a good. I think he had more to go. Thing. Yeah, I think he had more to go with the, some of the Sinestro stuff. Yeah. Well, there's 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 a difference between having more to go and there's and and then being able to walk off gracefully. I mean, I, I have tons of stories in my head, but I don't think I should write them all. I mean, he had an opportune time to get out. I mean, honestly, with the new 52, you could have let a new writer take over the reins. Yeah, yeah he also could have done a clean issue number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they weren't going to let that happen. Yeah, really. But but he, but he since uh, Snyder didn't, you know, well, not that Snyder didn't want to restart Batman, but, like, since Morrison was still in the middle of his Batman stuff, and John's was still in the middle of Green Lantern. Those books went on as if nothing changed. Yeah. And therein lies the problem. Oh, yeah. Yep. These half-reboots things are not cool. All right. We'll exit you out here, Chad, and uh, and we'll talk to you later, all right? Read, read, read my blog entries. Okay, yeah, good. blog yeah. entries are really yes, good. Yes, sir. Good. We will. Better than my shitty blog entries. <laughs> and and for, that, for that matter, Chad, if you want to uh, post on the post while we're still talking with your answers... Uh, we're going to compile them at the end. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Sorry, guys. It's okay, Thanks Chad. It that. happens. All right. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Brandon, do you have an answer? Yeah, I do, actually. Go ahead. Um, this one may be one of these. Uh, you may hate me for this, but I'm going to say I was really excited for Superior Spider-Man, and now <laughs> I am filled with sadness. You go away now. Fuck you. Bye-bye. You go to hell. You go to hell and you die. (laughs) All three of your answers I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to Comic Timing, starring Brent Casina, Brent Casina, and Brent Casina, with special guest Brent Casina. You said you wanted to do a host reversal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
So what 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 is it about Superior Spider-Man that you're wrong about? It's it, too awesome. No, it's just that uh, I, uh, I was happy to see Ock as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It's something different, you know? And then it got on and it got weird and it got... <laughs> And it you just... mean they changed things? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what happens when someone is inside of Peter's brain meets. He's wearing his skin. <laughs> yeah, creepy. I know. It's just—it's—it's <sighs> fine if it didn't work for you, dude. I mean, yeah, like, just didn't. I was ready. I, I tried. I'm like, it's just no. It's just it. Every I forget, like you know. Greek yogurt for, the, for like the first time, mm-hmm. and you think it's pretty good, and then you're like, "No, this is really bad." And that's what it's like. You get that af- that weird aftertaste in my mouth after I, after I read it. You know, John Stamos hates you now. No, I don't. I don't eat that stuff. I, I eat Chobani. That's why. Oh, okay. All right. Can I make Br- or Brandon feel a little better? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Yanni. Now put the toy down. But it's right here. Put the toy down. <laughs> you know, Brandon, I, I, I understand where you're coming from slightly and only slightly. It's just I freaking love it, and I, 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 I can't stop reading it. But then again, I don't. You know, I don't like New Avengers, and everybody else does. So it's just, it's just, it's just not fun anymore, though. I think. Okay. Like it was fun. Those like that. I'll say like the first arc and a half. Mm-hmm. So I got to uh, Rikers Island with the uh, the return of um, Al- of Alistair Smythe. Mm-hmm. It just then it just I'm like yeah, this is just blah. But see, but you get. I after think that. you were on board mentally until they actually changed his costume. And then at that point, you were like, oh, my God, they changed his costume. I'm done. I'm out. This isn't my Spider-Man. I could do it with the pointy fingers, but I can't do it with a black costume. Dude, he has Spider-Minions. He's got the black costume. And he's got the freaking arms on his back again. I'm like, oh, get rid of it. Get rid of it. No, it burns. It's like they're trying to make you. It's like they're trying to make us hate him. Your point is valid now. So just move on. (laughs) Yeah, Peter's coming back in like three issues, man. So I know. So. I know. Just, I won my bet. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. I mean, uh, I bet a uh, guy last January that he was like, oh, "Amazing Spider-Man's gonna be back by like you know by the end of the year," and I'm like, "This this is going on for a little while." We we bet that by next January there wouldn't be an Amazing Spider-Man. So. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and about. About halfway through the year, he gave him my five bucks. Once they started announcing like superior team up and like superior foes, I'm like, this ain't going anywhere. <laughs> I mean, this was essentially the age of apocalypse for Spider-Man. Like, this is one of those things that people wrote off as like, oh yeah, no, it's not going to go anywhere. And then like, it actually stuck around for a little while, and it mattered. Yep, which oh, is debatable about age of apocalypse these days. Or, that is true. Or will it matter though? Well, hey, look. I, don't, I think it's going to have a pretty big effect. Look, Brandon, all I'm happy about is that the newish costume looked a lot like Ben Riley's, and that's fine by me. Actually, it looked a lot like the movie concept costume. That that was kind of weird. Oh, the yeah, Alex, Alex Ross's costume. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Marvel Now continues, and Blank is still the best. It's a shame Blank couldn't have been this good. Brent, 
The floor is yours. Marvel now continues, and Superior Spider-Man is still the best. Go! Oh! Oh! It's a shame Cable and X-Force couldn't have been this good. Aww. It's true. It's not as good as Superior Spider-Man. <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're not digging Cable and X-Force, huh? No, I like it. It's just not as good as Superior. No, I know. I'm asking Brent. I I checked out the first trade, and I was like, Visions? Really? Yeah. They're losing control of their powers? <laughs> His arm shrunk. <laughs> he has an eye patch now with a, a piece of metal in the middle of it. It just looks retarded. Cable has a nubbin. Get rid of that. Get rid of that crap. Yeah, Cable has a long history of looking retarded. Yes, he does. Pockets. <laughs> but they gave him, like... They they took up his jacked metal arm and gave him an even bigger metal arm. That's what I don't understand. That is a little weird. <laughs> Did, didn't so, him young also again? No. Anyway, back to Superior Spider-Man. This book is fucking awesome. Yes. They changed the Spider-Man costume, finally, and I'm <laughs> digging the update. I'm kind of upset that they're going back to classic Spidey duds. I'm hoping that they, they don't undo everything in Amazing when he comes back. Um, I love the fact that he had the balls to seemingly kill off Peter Parker, and then Peter Parker was like, I'm still in the head, and then we killed Peter Parker in the head as of issue nine, and like for the rest of the time, everybody was like, is he going to come back? Like You had this actual period of like for real done, like dead dead uh, until this last issue or whatever, but that's that's fine. We knew it was going to happen, but it actually made you enjoy like for a little while. You're like, dude, this is my Spider-Man now. I have to get used to this. I have to enjoy this because if I don't enjoy this, then I don't get to enjoy Spider-Man anymore. And it kind of it, it didn't force you to like the book a little bit, but it actually made you like like dig in a little bit. You were invested now, um, at least for me. So I, I'm digging Superior Spider-Man. It's been one of my favorite Spider-Man runs. Dan Slott, anyway, has been one of my favorite Spider-Man writers since he got off the book. So, oh yeah, uh, bully for him. This Definitely. has been awesome. I don't want to bully Dan Slott. It's an old saying. Move along. Okay, fine. Wait, can I just say that, Brent, you have the best tagline for Superior Spider-Man? We killed Peter Parker in the head. <laughs> <laughs> we did. They killed him inside of his own head. Dude, that, that, that was a pretty rough issue, too. In the best way, that was like, that issue nine of Superior was just, that was rough. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that was uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, God, was it ever. But Slot actually manages to do uncomfortable, probably the best right now for me in in, in Marvel. So yeah, I'll go the, I'll go with that for sure. I'm gonna give my answer. Uh, Marvel now continues, and Young Avengers is still the best. I love this book inside and out. I am very disappointed that this is the only time that it'll that this this will be on the list. As it has come now, come to its natural conclusion, the final issue came out in 2014, so I could still have this on my list for 2013. The, the I love the team, I love what uh, what Gillen has done with the uh, young Loki over the last couple of years, and uh, the return of an older Loki during the course of the book to uh, basically tie in. Yes, I know with Thor: The Dark World and pretty pretty Hiddleston's. Oh my God, he's so cute. Will Squeak! yeah, I know. Get that, get that drop. That's that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god, he's so cute. Of course, yeah. uh, no, it, it, I I love the art in it as well. Jamie McKelvey is fantastic with the combination of Mike of Mike Norton doing the backgrounds, 
and the the story arc of this entire 12 issue run has just been very compelling for me so yeah young avengers is definitely up there for my best it's a shame iron man couldn't be this good because uh. ooh, i dropped that like a ton of bricks and it's funny because both books that i mentioned are written by the same person <laughs> so my favorite and my least favorite marvel now title are both written by kieran gillen and i know that the art changed on iron man i know that it eventually became i believe carlos pacheco which is great but oh that's captain america oh that's captain america then, then who's doing iron man uh it was Who cares? Uh, joe bennett <laughs> but he's off too i think i don't know okay joe bennett. Uh, joe bennett. it was carlo pagulian for a while okay no no the answer is not greg land that's what the answer is like porn at, face yeah after a while it was no longer greg land but that's what turned me off to the title entirely i just couldn't get past that and the ugly ass iron man suit that he's been running around with for the last year Ugh. in space like the god killer yeah uh. that, that that is just one of the worst iron man outfits he's worn since the one with the nose and the ears or the smiling face or the smiling face <laughs> yeah i i'm not i do not approve of that in any way so yeah iron man poo poo no thank you i move on brandon uh, Marvel now continues, and Uncanny Avengers is still the best. Nice. Yes, yes, mm. Uncanny Avengers, because who would have thought you take peanut butter, you take some chocolate, mix them together, you get a, you get a Reese's Cup, and it's delicious, right? You take Cap, you take Wolverine, you take Havoc, of all people, to lead the team, you get a Rogue and Scarlet Witch, and it's it's uh, it's just so... God, all it's just so amazing. I love it. Two great tastes that taste great together. It's just a shame that Red She Hulk couldn't have been good at all. Mm. <laughs> I tried with the first issue, and it was this this cacophony of and it was just. Ugh. <laughs> ugh. I, I I like that. That's your description, and and it's actually kind of apt. It's like, so what did you think of Red She Hulk? <laughs> Like, was that a seizure? <laughs> That's what I thought when I read it. Jeez. <laughs> it was all over the place, and it was just uh, uh, bland, abysmal. And I, I wanted to give Red She-Hulk a chance because it's, you know, something different. You know, we, we can finally get a She-Hulk book, which isn't about Jennifer Walters or about Thunder or the other one. And you get a book about Jen Walters, finally, and it just sucked because she... For she can't read a book. <laughs> That's sad. It really is. Yeah. Yanni. Let's see. Marvel now continues, and Thor is God of Thunder is still the best. It's a shame Iron Man couldn't have been this good. All right, so good. Somebody who backs up Iron Man. Uh, tell me why Thor is awesome. I'm not reading it. Oh, my God. I don't know. I, I think Thor... I don't know. I, I finished uh, the first 12 issues of this Thor book, and it was like, okay, this book is going to be... People are going to be talking about this run for a while. Just It's just the story. It's it's funny. It's it's of a mythic level. The the, the whole first story arc was uh, done by As- Asad Rabik, and he's coming back uh, for the next big one they're doing. Uh, it's just... It's fun. It's funny. It's serious. It's dramatic. It's just, it's just everything. Nice. So it just really and, has everything going for it at once. 
Yeah, and I've never been a huge Thor person, but like that, that book is just really great. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not really a Thor person myself. That's why I'm 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 thinking about reading it in trade at some point, just because I you know it, it, I, I've been away from it long enough now, where that's really the way I would I would be able to catch up on it is via trade. But um, the art I know I, I've seen some art from it, and that art looks fantastic. Yeah, it's it's just it's all at least so far it's all about Thor being a god, and it, like it doesn't really have anything to do with uh, m- most of the human stuff. And I, I feel like it's good. We've we've seen that for a long time now. Yeah, time and for just, something a little different. And just uh, issue twelve, issue twelve of that book. <laughs> that book it was just so good. Cool. All right, that's everybody for that question we move on to thank you 2013 for giving me blank good comics are such a joy uh brandon i missed this one but i'll go with all new x-men nice it's been solid all year long uh actually it's been beyond solid all year long uh it is i think what looks like leading back to getting the old team together again which makes me happy yeah yeah, I'm actually seconding you right here. That's my answer. Thank you, 2013, for giving me all new X-Men because it's just – it's a great book and it's fun and it's exciting. And I like being able to say that the X-Men books are my favorite books again. And that's what all new X-Men has done for me. Brent. Uh, obligatory saga reference. <laughs> uh, actually you know what I just picked up Saga and I, I agree okay I see why Saga is really good so yeah it's 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 good to mention it <laughs> I mean so that that's kind of what I said the sentence is, is like what's a book that's good that I don't really want to talk about that much but everybody knows is good and I can just say yay thanks for Saga yeah so that's what I did alright cool. cut out <clears throat> <laughs> Come out! <laughs> it's like episode ninety nine point five when I when I brought brought out that back in the day. Cop out! Oh jeez! All right, uh, let's see who has not gone for number four yet. Uh, Mike, thank you twenty thirteen for giving me young, young Avengers. Nice the comics are such a joy. Amen to that. Similar reasons to my to me. Uh, yeah, it's just um just a. Uh, Seeing McKelvey do some more Marvel stuff, and I don't know, just them trying to do something a little bit different with uh, some of the sequences that they did in that book. Hmm. Really playing with uh, the comic format. Yeah, I did not get that. I tried that Instagram issue. What the fuck, man? Instagram. <laughs> not for me. Instagram. What yeah. Is what is Instagram you talk about? What do you, what do you what do you mean by the Instagram issue? I don't even the know. The Instagram issue. There's like the the social media issue. Oh, Everything okay. All all the there were no boxes. It was just comments underneath the the picture. Okay. It, this uh, is Young Avengers, idiot. No, I know which <laughs> issue your number was book this. Of the year. I know. I <laughs> you were like, Brett, pick up this first trade. It's awesome. So I didn't do that, and I jumped in on this <laughs> fantastic, mind blowing issue that was like equivalent to Pizza Dog, and it was a total crock of shit. <laughs> Wow, so you're knocking on Pizza Dog, huh? I didn't really like Pizza Dog either. All right. You go right to your room, you man. You go right to your room. You stay there. No, Brent Brent is like Deemer, okay? He doesn't really like the cerebral shit. 
I, I'm a little bit better than Deemer on that, though. Come on. <laughs> All right, fine. But he'll fine. never read a manga. You're a little bit better than Deemer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit taller, too. So I got that going for me as well. All right. When they canceled Blank, I was incredibly annoyed. When they canceled Blank, I screamed out in happiness. Uh, so this one here... When they canceled, actually, yeah, because technically it's a cancellation as much as it is an ending. I'm just going to say Young Avengers again because it's a damn good book and it's going Ugh. away and I'm sad. So Ding. when they canceled Young Avengers, I was incredibly annoyed. When they canceled Stormwatch, it was a freaking mercy kill. Oh, wait, that book was still, that book's still going. They didn't still cancel going. it. It just got canceled in the most recent solicitations. So I'm I'm counting it as you know, even though it's technically 2014, that issue that series is finally coming to an end. So yeah, the dumbest thing is that that for the last issue, they're bringing back the original Stormwatch that they wanted to begin with before Jim Starlin rebooted re rebooted it back to. The old Wildstorm Stormwatch. Yeah. It's so fucking confusing. And there are two Lobos. Who cares? The, the, <laughs> book, the book just stopped making sense after a while. Like, I, I, I dropped it at issue nine. Yeah. No, post Paul Cornell, the book was worthless. So that's that's where I go with that. Uh, my Yanni, go ahead. Um, I'm in a similar vein. Uh, when they canceled Young Avengers, I was incredibly annoyed. When they canceled Batman: The Dark Knight, I screamed out in happiness. Because really? we just we just don't need that many. We just don't need any other Batman books. Why is there any other book besides Batman? He only did that to give us Batman Eternal. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Tricked again. <laughs> you mean they replaced the Bat book for a Bat book? That's insane. Affirmative. Aww. I also feel like this is. I, this could easily be like when they canceled insert anything that DC canceled this year. <laughs> wow, wait to get my list. <laughs> so let's turn it over to Mr. Brandon Christopher and see what he has to say on the subject. Alright, so I when they I had two for this one actually. Uh Wolverine and the X-Men, when they ended that mm. well when they're gonna end that, I wanna Yeah. That was uh I co I co signed that as well. Yeah. Mm. I mean, but they're I rebooting know, it. What? I know. it's annoying. But it's not Jason Aaron. Yeah. It's not even that. It's that they're ending it to rebrand it for the Mar for the Marvel new now, which they should just let it go. Marvel now new? Yeah. Or Mar and then also new now now? for yeah, oh, same thing for all new X Men also too. When they when they end when they're gonna end that this year, it's just gonna be why they're ending all new X-Men yeah they're gonna re they're gonna rebrand it they what? are they're, where did you hear this crap did you hear that uh, hold on I thought they were gonna I thought, I thought they're ending all the nope no uh, you are okay. incorrect sir oh thank you they're God. ending uh, both X-Force books but not all new X-Men yeah. yeah yeah they're they're just putting the big number one on it as the number one of the storyline yeah uh, it, it's, all right. it's all new now X-Men new now 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 new now yeah, which is... Uh, point one, point five, yeah, no. point three. Uh, but, but when they canceled Teen Titans ice cream, yes! Thank oh. God! Finally. Oh, my sweet lord. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you for ending this terrible, terrible waste of a book which has been going on for way too long. Why you gotta do this to me, Scott Lobdell? Because I, I, I like you. All right, you're a, you're a cool dude. Why you gotta do this to me, Scott Lobdell? <laughs> like when we praised him last year, and now we yeah. burn him in effigy. I know. 
I remember he was on our top list last year. And it was a shame because, like, uh, a Raven, and it's, and I, and quote, then, quote uh, the Raven. Oh, God. You've been canceled. Oh. Why was Scott Lobdell on your list to begin with last year? I never understood that. Because Teen Titans was actually halfway decent last year. It was actually a good book. It was yeah. worth reading. Yep. But somehow in the in the year, he's just managed to stop caring about this book and focus on other books. I'm sorry. That book was going nowhere. Yeah. N-O-W-H-E-R-E. Issue one. With periods in between each letter as well. I made funny. <laughs> oh, I missed you guys. This is this this is like a like an old school comic timing episode. A shitload of Skype errors and dissing on each other. Hell yeah, my parents are dead. Call back. Nailed it. And, and also, Brent, I admit, part of it was 90s nostalgia last year, why I liked Cop Lobdell as much as I did. That's okay. Yeah. It's just, you know, he so, doesn't really make the best of list if the book is okay to read. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, so, you should answer this question now, Brent. Let's see. Let me bring my list back up here. When they canceled Ultimate Comics Spider-Man, I was incredibly annoyed. Hmm. When they canceled Threshold... I screamed out in happiness. <laughs> Wait, there was a book called Threshold? Yes, it's where they shoved Blue Beetle off to yes. after they canceled his series. Yeah, didn't that last so, like two issues? <laughs> it lasted eight issues. I made sure that it was canceled this year so it would count. Okay. Because I read, like I read you, issue You made one, sure you know, it was canceled. Like, I did. I, I love that you love books that have like odd number for canceling. <laughs> the Order, ten issues, canceled. Threshold, eight issues, canceled. <laughs> Static Shock, eight issues, canceled. 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 <laughs> there were a bunch of DC books that were canceled at issue. I, s- I swear that there were some DC books that were canceled halfway through the first issue. Like, <laughs> like you just you just got like got to like page like fourteen and it just said canceled. It's like the old it's like that old cavalcade of cancel comics from the eighties for DC. <laughs> that was that was action that was that issue of action comics that run with Andy Diggle. Like before that book even came out, it was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, what is up with DC? And, and, well, like, I, and I, I really jump. think I really think that's why we got Return to Planet Krypton. It was because Tony Daniel and Andy Diggle had some weird, whacked ass, crazy black Superman outfit, and had that teaser poster when they announced Tony Daniel in Action Comics. Then they wrote these three issues, and that didn't happen. And then they had to come up with some reason for Superman to get a black Superman outfit. And then when they threw his ass to Krypton with shitty Scott Lobdell storylines or whatever, they threw him in a black costume. I was like, oh, that's what this is supposed to be. It's probably way better when Andy Diggle was planning it or whatever it was. <laughs> Hell on Earth Part 2! <laughs> Fuck it. So let's get let's get a little more positive, shall we? The team of blank and blank were the writer slash artist team of 2013, without a doubt. Brent, I'm just going to let you continue talking. Uh, actually, I could not think of an answer for this one. Really, I had a tough time. Huh. Um, you, want me, you want me to go while you think of something? No, uh, I, I can pull something out of my butt. Okay. Uh, it's not loose. <laughs> <laughs> He's still thinking. No, go ahead. All right. <laughs> uh, the 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 team of Hickman and Opeña 
were the writest, writer-artist team of 2013. And I, when I say Jerome Pena, I'm also saying pretty much every other artist that was on Avengers in this year. Yeah, just about everybody, because that, that had sort of rotating, sort of not art for a while there. And uh, Avengers is just a really pretty book, and I've been enjoying the storyline all year. So, yeah, Hickman and Pena. Good stuff. Mike. Okay, the team of Snyder and Capullo were the writer-artist team of 2013, without a doubt. Okay. They, they put out Death of the Family, which was super interesting, mm-hmm. and they've been doing year one, and that book hasn't... Uh, amongst all the DC books that feel like they've either been uh, derailed or had a lot of other stuff going on, that book has just chugged along and it doesn't care. Other books copy it. It doesn't copy other books. <laughs> In the most literal sense possible. Yeah. Because they will – it's like, oh, they're doing Death of, the, Death of the Family? Oh, now we're doing it too. Now we're doing Coma of the Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> or what coma of the extended family maybe uh, yeah one way or the skid, other skid needs a little brother i don't know i i only i only read freaking the batman book so i had no issues with that story at all cool that works brandon shocker um maybe bendis and Immin. i don't know shocker yeah right bendis and Immin. yes that is a very good choice I heard they did this book called All New X-Men. Yeah. I, uh, it's it's I, pretty good. It's, it's, it's an indie book I hear. It's really good. Indie book. <laughs> Independent Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, have you thought of anything? Or Yes, I did. Go ahead. The team up of Jeff Johns and Brett Booth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Don't do that to our hearts. Just kidding. Uh, my actual pick is uh, Chris, Chris Yost and Marco Cicchetto on Superior Spider-Man Team-Up. Nice. has been really kicking ass. And I, I, cha- I championed this book last year before it became Superior Spider-Man Team-Up, mm-hmm. and it was Avenging Spider-Man. And I'm going to champion it again this year with this pick because this book is underrated. Nobody talks about it enough. Uh, basically, in Avenging Spider-Man, before they changed the name over, uh, Doc Ock was going around collecting his Sinister Six. And then in this year... I can't think it's up to issue eight or nine now. He mind controlled the original Sinister Six to do good, and shit went <laughs> awful. And Marco <laughs> Cicchetto draws an amazing Doctor Octopus Spidey. It's dark. It's grim. It's gritty. Like this is the the kind of more serious take on this Superior Spider-Man. Uh, there's a lot, you know. There's a lot less humor. It's a lot more of like Oc being his messed up self, and you don't have the wacky dance lot stuff, which I enjoy. Uh, but this is kind of a more straightforward villain as a superhero book that's trying to do good, but just shit goes awful. It's great. I love it. I, I might have to somehow read those books somehow. I don't know Somehow how. you could definitely have immediate access to them. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Moving on. Blank was a miniseries or maxi series that was totally worth the money. I will start this off. I am saying Infinity here, and this does not include any of the the in- ancillary titles. <gasps> it's just straight up Infinity, the miniseries. I love Infinity, especially okay. issue four. Holy shit. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes. 
did you read the map the way that it was in the back? Uh, How did you read Infinity? What issues of Infinity did you read? I read, let's see. I Obviously, re- one through six yeah. or whatever it was. I also did read, read Avengers and New Avengers. I read Avengers, but not New Avengers. And it still worked for you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, well, I, I guess I guess my, my problem with uh, Infinity is my pick for one of the ones later on. Mm-hmm. For, but for me, I, I just couldn't put it as like anything else this year because I was really disappointed how, you know how normally they say, oh, you know, these tie-ins just give you extra story, but the, really the main story is in the main book. Yeah. That was totally not the case with Infinity. And I know they came out and said it that way. That you know you need to read all three books really to get the whole story, but I just right. thought that was piss poor planning on Hickman and Marvel's part that they extended it to basically it's like a sixteen issue event rather than seven, and then they're still going to try and put it out in a trade as like these still seven issues or whatever. I I'm gonna read just the Infinity one through six mm-hmm. in a row and see if that works, but I know for a fact it is not going to work because you have. Moments like Captain America giving up that are in the recap pages of Infinity 4 or 5 or whatever, and it was like a whole issue of, of, of Avengers or something. Yeah. So I, I've just for that reason alone, I, I can pick it as, as that. That's fine. Yeah, no, and I, and, and, I, and I understand that. It's just I, I felt like I got enough out of the miniseries to make it worth it. Mind you, it's almost by default because I didn't read a lot of miniseries this year. I, I actually did my best to cull miniseries and maxi series sort of out of my my buying habits because I, I was going to buy them in trade if I if I wanted them and I've yet to actually get around to really buying any of the miniseries or maxi series that came out in trade this year so other than Battle of the Atom which was only two issues really and it was across the entire series so I won't actually call that a miniseries or maxi series Infinity was the only other one I really read so that's that's why it's there but I did enjoy it and that's why I you know, picked it instead of passing. I will now ask Brandon to speak. Well, since you said that Battle of the Atom isn't really neither miniseries nor matches, I guess I'm I kind of asked out here, so I <laughs> shall take a pass in this one. I don't really have one then. Okay, that's fine. Mike? I'm in a, a similar situation to you, Ian, where I really don't buy miniseries. I wait for trades, and since, but uh, I didn't do a total cop-out, but kind of. Um, <laughs> Daredevil End of Days. Did you accidentally set that off? <laughs> was it me? That was me. That was me. Oh, God damn it, Brandon. <laughs> Sorry. What, you, what, what was your answer, Mike? I got distracted uh, by Brandon Stupid. Daredevil, <laughs> Daredevil End of Days. Daredevil I didn't read days, it, okay. but I heard it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. <Seriously>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. You know what? You know what, Yanni? That is a cop out right there. Oh, come on. I know when I read it I'm gonna really like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the same thing about Amazon Attacks until I actually read it. <laughs> wow, I never thought Amazon Attacks was gonna be good. <laughs> I know, neither did I. I just wanted to bring it up for effect. <laughs> Brent. Pete Woods art, guys, Pete Woods. Yeah, Salvation run, everybody. Hey guys, Doom Patrol is awesome, I hear. Doom Patrol is really good, I hear. I hear that. Yeah, the, Chad's the still picking it up. It's funny because Chad's not here. He broke yeah. the string. The Metal Men book. The Metal <laughs> Men book that had the Doom Patrol in it was really good. That was great. Is he saying silly things like that on your podcast that would make me want to listen to it? <laughs> <laughs> Brent Casino, always raw. 
Hey, I was very polite on the on the CGS episode, so I'm probably like driving listeners away now that jumped on after that. <laughs> Brent, what was the answer to your to this question for you? Uh, for me, I, I picked Injustice. Okay, uh, totally worth the money. Uh, little, I, I I really didn't have a problem with uh, buying it bit by bit. A dollar this week, a dollar the next week, a dollar the next week. I really enjoyed reading it in those little chunks. Because once you put them together, it, they're really like single. The most of them are like single issue stories, and then it kind of expands past us. But what really got me was, uh, yeah, the art was off at times. Um, but once you got like Mike Miller started doing a lot of things there, and he got his art was fantastic. There were some other artists on there that uh, I can't remember that were, turned out some good art in there. But just for me, the moments that stood out, like you killed. He killed Nightwing with a ricocheted baton or a rock falling on his head. Like something as inconsequential as that is what actually did Nightwing in mm-hmm. after a battle was over. Uh, <laughs> that to me was like, and then the main moment in issue three of the digital anyway, or issue one of the, the print series, Superman taking his fist through the Joker's heart. How? Uh, really, really did it for me. It was like freaking amazing. And then... The fact that Superman killed L- L- Lois Lane in like issue one or issue two or whatever it was, it was just insane, you know. But that was like the main storyline of the of the game. But just I loved the game storyline and I loved the the gameplay. But this was like an added bonus that I did not think I was going to enjoy this much. But as it went on and on and on, uh, it really proved to me that Tom Taylor is is a guy that's not just a one off writer. And we'll, we'll talk about him later for me. But I really enjoy it, and I think people should go pick up that trade, those trades, if they really want to give it a shot, because I think you'll really enjoy it. How has his Earth 2 been since he took it's it over? It's been really good, actually. Okay. Cool. And it's actually making me like Nicola Scott artwork. You've never been a fan of Nicola Scott. I still can't believe that. Uh, well, now I'm becoming a fan. All right. Okay. That's fine. We will move on. Penciler actually, of the Year. Okay. Speaking of Hold pencilers. Yeah. Actually, I... Well, since Brent did ma- manage to bring up a digital first, I actually want to bring up mine then. Uh, okay, go ahead. On a, I, for Christmas this year, I got, I got an iPad. And I actually picked up, I actually read the, the Smallville Titans miniseries. Mm-hmm. And it, artwork is not that great, but it, the writing reminds me of Titans as a kid. Okay. Like cool. uh, the, 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 uh, the Judd Winnick Titans. Cool. And I, I think. Because it is again like the whole it's four four issues is four four is four bucks. You said it was called Smallville Titans. Yeah. Okay. So so it's in the Smallville universe. Yeah. So okay. it's in Small Smallville season eleven universe. Gotcha. And it actually, it reads pretty fast. It hmm. reads pretty well, and I like it a lot. Cool. All Plus, right. I, I I got my Connor Kent back, which I recognize. <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe we'll get him back someday. Someday. Oh, yeah. When we're old enough to be... Well, no, not when we're old enough, but when we're the ones running DC Comics. Maybe he'll be Asian when he comes back. (laughs) Yeah, he'll be Asian and he'll be a girl. That's why we're not putting Raph on the Superman books. He's going to edit Doom Patrol. (laughs) (laughs) So, Penciler of the Year has got to be blank. That art made the pages dance. Dance for me, Yanni. Dance. Um, I'm making a last-minute change. I was going to say Dustin Weaver, but Jimmy Chung. Oh! Ooh. 
my answer Jimmy, too. Jimmy freaking Chung. He only did two issues this whole year, but those are the best damn issues yeah. I'd seen all year. They're uh, they're just unbelievable. Why you gotta work so little, Jimmy Chung? Why <laughs> we like why, you? Why you gotta be so lazy? <laughs> <laughs> why you draw so slow? <laughs> why you no draw fast? Okay, now now we're just uh, really becoming stereotypes. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say my answer real quick, uh, Mr. Stuart Eminen. Uh, yes. For all yeah. new X Men, so good, so goddamn good, and I love those new costumes. Oh, aren't they pretty? They really are pretty. Yeah, they like, are like they're like they are such good eye candies. I am funny, and and they do a really good job of like combining the aesthetics of old school X Men outfits with new design it's like the uh, what's it called the uh their x-force costumes yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah i'm sorry the x-factor costumes x-factor no you're right actually that's that's what it reminds me of a lot yeah uh, so good so yeah eminent is my choice brent uh, jimmy chung nice yeah, yeah. what what brandon francesco francovia Ooh. Mm. guardians of the galaxy little latin flavor what uh, yeah what what do you mean what <laughs> oh look brent doesn't agree with brandon oh surprise shocker there <laughs> <laughs> look you go from uh, you go from francesco francovia to mcguire and then you'll then you'll see the difference <laughs> yeah and i'll probably like mcguire's a lot more because he doesn't use that atrocious color palette all the time it's like his one trick pony <laughs> Lots of inks, little detail, let's, atrocious let's not, color you know, palette. Let's not all say things that we can't take back here. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, you're both right, okay? <laughs> they're both great. You know, McGuire, Frank Avia, they're both fantastic. They are. Can't we just Potato, potato. I can't believe you really don't like McGuire, Brandon. That's I, awful. I, I love McGuire, but I thought that McGuire's art's a little too comical for Guardians of the Galaxy. That's all. Yeah, well, blame DC for dropping him from 3,000. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Marvel will happily take him. Exactly. He, he, is, he is still a tremendous artist. I agree. Oh, yeah. He is. Just like you, you take other artists from, that he's contemporaries with from that, you know, the period, mm-hmm. and it's like he is still like – I don't know. I feel like he, he could still like be in like top ten artists like yeah. that. This new that new Guardians book was just beautiful. To back up Brandon, though, I'm, I mean, there are books that you know artists just don't work with style wise. I, I I'm still behind on my Guardians by about three issues, so I haven't gotten that out yet. But you know, once I once I read it, I'll I'll let you everybody know whether or not I agree or disagree that he was suited or not suited for that when the time comes. Little little hint: Angela looks like Big Barda. Oh. <laughs> That makes perfect sense. He 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 boobies. So gotta give the independent comics respect. I do so here as I name blank my indie pick of 2013, and I will go first. Gratuitous saga mention. No, <laughs> oh, you Wesley Webbit. <laughs> saga so good, so so good. Brian K. Vaughn, good writer. Me enjoy Brian K. Vaughn. Me enjoy the saga. It good title. I just pre-ordered uh, volume three of the saga trades from DCBS for this month's order. And I, God, volume two ends on such a good cliffhanger. Don't spoil it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying 
it's 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 such a damn good book and it's so pretty too i mean the art is is so well detailed and thought out and brent is breathing into the mic and it's just it's it, 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 there's 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 just so many good things going on with saga that it was impossible for me not to pick that for my indie pick even if i know it's it's what you know everybody picks but who cares it's a good book and that's what matters brandon gratuitous saga mention again yay it's rare to like comics now read for me like in like five minutes mm-hmm. and saga is one of those books where i have to actually take my time and read it nice and it's, it's true i i paid i paid the first trade on a whim uh because it was 10 bucks i'm like okay i'll give i'll give it a try and it is how many how many pages is this first trade I don't have it on me right now. There's no page count either on it. Six uh, issues. Six issues. But still, it took the first issue took me a good twenty minutes, almost a half hour to read because there's just so much going on that I'm trying to understand. 160 really, pages, according to Amazon. You, you don't get really many bready reads anymore. You know, you don't get those meaty books, and I miss that. And Saga, uh Again, the artwork is just so good. Yeah, Fiona, Fiona Staples is just terrific, and the coloring is just so good. Also, too, yep. it's that that pa- that not pastel, but that um watercolor esque. Yeah. Oh, and it's just oh, uh, and there's so trank- much humor in there, both in the art and the story. Ah, like, uh, that's what brings it all together for me. Visual gags. Oh God. Yeah. Good <laughs> uh, times, man. Good times. <laughs> Brent. Uh, Morning glories. I read. 1 through 26 in like a two-day span. Wow. And Ooh. it blew my fucking mind. I can imagine. <laughs> you know, I have an entire year of Morning Glories to read. I'm becoming murdered. Like, I've got so many back issues to, to get through. I, I mean, I, it, I remember reading the first issue, when, like, back when we did, like, Review Corner still, yep. I think. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking it was okay. And then Comixology had these... 99 cents sales, so I picked up 1 through 12, and then another year went by, and I picked up 13 through 26, uh, or 25, or whatever it was, on 99 cents, and I just waited and waited for you to read them, mm-hmm. and I finally got around to it, and I was like, oh my gosh, this book is amazing. And I really still don't know what's going on, and nobody else does either. Yeah, that's that's kind of one of the things. Like, that's one of the reasons I fell behind on it because because of how I had no idea <laughs> what the hell was going on. But um, I, I I look forward to going back to it eventually. I'm sure I'm going to probably pick up the parts that I'm missing in trade eventually as well. But it it, it just it, it continues to be compelling for you, Brent. Yes good that's that's really all we need out of out of a story so right on and uh yanni uh i gotta give the independent comics respect i do so here as i name insufferable my indie pick of 2013 insufferable it it is mark wade's digital book through thrill bent it is some of the funnest, some of the funnest and craziest Mark Wade stuff. Funnest not a word. Oh, <laughs> it's really fun. It was re- fun. It, it is fun the it. it is yeah. the mostest fun. Better. Oh, so close. <laughs> so close. So close. But you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll take it. Let's 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 move on. 
Have you guys have you guys read Insufferable? I, I have not. No, and I, I read I, the I, first maybe like up to issue like fifteen or twenty, and then I kind of fell off. It's just like uh, if Batman and Robin, except that Robin is a dick, <laughs> <laughs> and then he grows up to be to continue to be a dick. So she's it's like if Damien survived, yeah, continued to be a dick. They're just so terrible to each other. It's great. All right, that'll that'll work for me. I'm I'm looking forward to reading it, and then I I do have a tablet, which makes life e- easier for reading things like that. It's uh it's PDF and CBZ, right? Um, you can get it on Comixology. I know okay. it's for free, but I ended up paying for it. It's okay. a really it's a really great digital book to cool. read. That works. That works for me. So the collected edition or OGN of blank made me wish there was more to read. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Brandon, what can you not stop reading? Parker Slayground. Ooh. Love Parker. Love the Parker Noir series. Love everything about it. Love Slayground. Only downside, it was so short though. Yeah. It was literally a one sitting read for me. Was it the shortest Parker so far? Yes, it is actually. Okay, hmm. and it, it, I guess it's holding space till the till the next book. But they have this slipcover edition of Parker out now, and it is so glorious. <laughs> oh, it's so it's sex in a book. It's so delicious. So I kind of have a dual pick here, and I'm I'm gonna go with both of them. So I'm, <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have split it up here. The collected edition of Hawkeye Volume One. Because, because, bro, it's awesome, bro, and and I, I really, it's just so much fun. Hawkeye is a, it, that's the only way to really describe Hawkeye. It, it's just one of those books. I mean, combined with both young Hawkeye and old Hawkeye, and the art and the story that's being told, it's just it, it, it brings new life into the character of Hawkeye. After a while of just sort of just being there as one of the Avengers, it, it, it sort of makes him his own character, and that's what I needed out of this book to keep me reading it. But, so it's the fu- so it's the funnest. Yes, it, it it is the most fun book out there right now. I I, I will certainly say that it's also funnest. Uh, and <laughs> OGN, I am going to go with leaving Megalopolis, Me- Megalopolis as as I trip on it entirely, but leaving Megalopolis. Gail Simone and Jim Calafiore's Kickstarter book, which mm. is so damn awesome. <laughs> I mean, superhero destruction done on an epic scale. I really hope there's more of this to come after this initial volume. It's just, it's, it, it's a joy. It really is. Like, it, I'm, I'm happy to see a book like this coming out of Kickstarter and working as well as leaving Megalocalypse did for me. So that is my answer. And I will move it over to Brent. I would have loved to have said Molly Danger, except that I have not yet received my copy. Still? Yes, sir. Really? Uh, did you, yes, did, sir. Did you, did you contact Jamal? I, I, I Facebook messaged him a while back before I moved. And uh, I think he, I don't know, I forget what it is, but Me- message, him, message, him again, message him again, dude, because, yeah, they should all be out by now. Because I, I have not received it. I, I was waiting patiently. I was trying not to call him out on, on the podcast, but I am. Yeah, um, so I, I'll message him again. Yeah. But uh, I'm, 
I've heard so many great things about that. I just want to. I guess I'll I'll plug that into yeah. a shout out. It's an honorable anyway. mention because it is really good, and 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 both I and and an actual nine year old girl enjoyed it. So that that's a good sign. That's a good sign. So I will go shift to things I did read. I read a lot of the Marvel season one books this year, mm-hmm. but I will have to say the one I enjoyed the most was the Avengers Endless Wartime graphic novel by Warren Ellis and uh, Mike McCone. It was pretty good. Awesome. It's nice to see a return of OGNs to Marvel because they were, yeah. yeah, they were not there for a while, and now they're back. So that's that's probably a good sign. Yanni, ah, for me, uh, I just finished reading Razzle. Razzle that book, Razzle Dazzle, Razzle. Yeah, that, that is that is a really freaking good book. Tell me about it, as I have not read it. Um. It's uh, a much slightly more adult Jeff Smith story than Bone. And uh, if you have any interest in learning about Tesla. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, dude, it, it, want to do. dude, it is like a freaking Tesla like guidebook. He clearly like fell in love with this guy and like <laughs> wrote an entire story based off of like his ideas. Sweet. It's but yeah he's like I mean it it starts out he's like a, a thief and he's going to, through other dimensions to steal stuff and then bring it back, but uh, it gets so much more crazy than that. I I sounds cool to me. I want to find out more about this. So yay! And, and it's a full color all in one volume edition now. Awesome. All right, I'll I'll I'll, I'll look into it. <laughs> I could probably get it for, you know, 50% off at InStockTrades.com. It's very possible. Or DCBService.com for all of your comic book needs. Yes, if yes, only, thank you. If only there was a code you could put in. No, you can't anymore. Damn it. Yeah. <sighs> so before we continue here, by the way, since we're at the halfway point, I'm just going to catch up real quick and give some answers from other people who, uh, who did the first 10 questions. I'm just going to read them rapid fire here because that's the way that this should work. Chad actually just put in his answers on the web as well, so I'm going to include him on this conversation here. Uh, answer to the first one, uh, Matthew Guy's answer. Wolverine in 2013 was his book that he didn't think he'd be reading. Uh, that We would have called him a wire otherwise. Justin Lee Parrish said he didn't think he'd be reading Green Arrow in 2013. And uh, I would agree with that because, well, uh, I I didn't think that would happen for anybody. But you know, hey, it's still, it still going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It's it, Jeff Lemire actually right oh. now, and, that, and that's why people are back into it. Uh, and Chad, we already got his answer, so we don't really need to get his answer for that. Matthew Guy's answer for number two. I had such high hopes for Lazarus, but uh, now the hopes have been dashed. So I guess he didn't enjoy that as much. Superman Unchained is Justin Lee Parrish's answer. I did not read Superman Unchained. Can someone who did read it tell me why it sucks? I'm still reading it, and it sucks because nothing has happened yet. Yeah, oh. it's nothing. It's such a giant nothing. That's a shame. That's a real shame. Marvel Now continues, and uh, Alan Davis and Paul Cornell's Wolverine is the best. And uh, not being able to afford Marvel 399 books is the worst. 
for Matthew Guy, and I do kind of agree with that. They are getting more and more prevalent, and that annoys me. Avengers is still the best. Guardians of the Galaxy is not good for Justin Lee Parrish. I do not agree with that, but, you know, he's allowed to his opinion. Just like, for some reason, Brandon doesn't like Superior Spider-Man. Marvel Now continues, and New Avengers is the best. It's a shame that Superior Spider-Man could not have been this good. There's someone else out there. Good for you, Brandon. Woohoo! We get to question number four real quick. Thank you, 2013, for giving me six Superman titles. Matthew Guy, we know you're a Superman fan, (laughs) and more power to you for that. (laughs) More power to you. I wonder if Matthew Guy actually agreed on something. We probably both loved Man of Steel. Yeah. (laughs) You you, you did both enjoy Man of Steel. That would would be the first. (laughs) Uh, Adventures of Superman, Batman 66, Lazarus, Manifest Destiny, Uber, and Velvet are all Justin Lee Parrish's picks for number four. (laughs) And uh, 2013 for giving Corey Uh, Little... Young, go. Young Avengers, which is very much my choice, and Dark Horse Star Wars for Mr. Chadwick Burdett. So, yeah, I'm not reading that, but I've heard good things, so I will Ch- probably... Chaddington Burdett. Chaddington Burdett, Burdett, why not? Uh, when they announced they would cancel two ninety nine Daredevil for three ninety nine Daredevil in February, I was incredibly annoyed. When they announced they planned to cancel Superior Spider-Man in April in favor of the return to the real Peter Parker in Amazing, I screamed out in happiness. That's Matthew Guy. So, yeah, there are people out there who think that, but so be it. When they canceled Glory, I was incredibly annoyed. When they canceled Stormwatch, I screamed out in happiness. Glad, glad to see somebody else back that up. Holy crap. When they canceled Scarlet Spider, I was annoyed. There's no further answer to that for Corey Little. So, <laughs> <laughs> And Will Gotham and Dial H are Chad Burdett's responses. Will Gotham being canceled, Dial H uh, being canceled, a good thing. So First be it. Kill. Dial H was like the Doom Patrol of the New 52. So. Hey, you shut your mouth. <laughs> Dial, Dial H was just sort of the forgotten book more than anything. Like It, it just sort of came out and disappeared into you know the ether. What? Do you know what, wish, what I wish was, was forgotten? What? Uh, the movement in Teen Millionaires. In the green team. Really? Yeah. All right. Oh, no. Oh, well. Sorry, Gail. They, they, uh, were, both, they were both not good first issues. Yeah. No, they were not. I, I, and, I, and I know, Brent, uh, you do not enjoy the Freddie Williams art on that. No. Which is a shame, because we still like you, Freddie. The team of BKV and Fiona Staples were the writer-artist team of 2013 for Matthew Guy. Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey on Young Avengers for Justin Lee Parrish. We have the team of Mark Wade and Chris Somney for Corey Little. And Snyder and Capullo for Chaddington A. Burdett. So there we go. It's it's Chad Ford, not Chaddington. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Uh, BR- BPRD 1948 and Vampire were the miniseries that were worth Matthew Guy's money. Infinity for Justin Lee Parrish. Corey Little, we have Infinity as well. And Doctor Who Prisoners of Time for Maxi and Breath of Bones Tales of the Gollum for Chadri A. Burdett. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, number eight, Steve Epting would be the penciler for Justin Lee Parrish. Matthew Guy would be Kapoor on Batman. 
and Corey Whittle has Jamie McKelvey, and Chad Burdett has nothing. He did not enjoy any pencilers this year. In fact, his keyboard probably cut out when he. It's because he's it's because he's reading DC books. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe he just really reads the words and nothing else. Got to give the digital independent comics respect. Private Eye is the indie pick of 2013 for Matthew Guy. I've heard really good things about Private Eye, so I'm I need to check that out. It is gorgeous and basically free. Nice. If you want to be a bad person. Yeah, well, well, no, I mean, it, it, you could just have no money. I mean, I know. Yeah. Ooh. You could pay anything, though. <laughs> That's true. You could just give them five cents. I, I, I will give them five cents. Uh, actually, no, I'll probably give them about two bucks. Justin Lee Parrish. Don't be a sucker. Uber, Uber, super-powered Nazis blowing shit up. My Hindi pick of 2013. I think he has me sold just by that description. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there is none for Corey Whittle. And Kaczynski by Gabriel Hardman and High Crimes by Christopher Sabella would be the choices for Chad Burdett. And number 10 for Matthew Guy, collected edition of Hellboy Midnight Circus, followed by the collected edition of Planetoid for Justin. And Corey does not have an answer, and neither does Chad. So the recording of this episode went about three hours, and one of my New Year's resolutions was to get episodes down to about an hour and a half, no more, no less. And we've actually been doing that for the last back half of 2013, so I'm going to continue that in 2014 and end the episode here. Episode 151, Part 2, will be out hopefully within the next week as we go through questions 11 through 20 on our best and worst of 2013. So stay tuned for that. You'll have the same crew on it because it was the same recording session. That much could be guaranteed. Once again, we're sponsored by DCBS Discount Comic Book Service. Check them out at dcbservice.com. 40% off all major publishers, 50% off Marvel and DC trades and hardcovers, plus plenty of specials thrown in for good measure. We enjoy them. You should enjoy them too. DCBService.com. We thank them for their continued sponsorship in this new year of 2014. And the email address for Comic Timing is comictiming at gmail.com. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash comic timing. We're proud members of the Comics Podcast Network over at comicspodcast.com and the League of Comic Book Podcasts at comicbooknoise.com slash league. And, of course... You can check us out at thecomicforums.com and the other podcast section. We do still occasionally post there from time to time. And check out both Mike and Chad on Comic Book Laundry at comicbooklaundry.com, which is also syndicated on the Comic Timing feed. So you don't even have to go there if you don't want to. You can just wait for it to show up on the CT feed. For Casina, for Yanni, for Christopher of the Brandon type... And for the few short minutes of Chad Burdett you got in this episode, I'm Ian Levinstein reminding everybody out there that there's always time for comics. We'll see you for part two.
Chad, are you actually there? <laughs> wow. I guess not. I thought, I thought he was being awful quiet. <laughs> that is really weird. Chad, if you're there, cough twice. God damn it. Well, I guess we're going to have to do some editing at the beginning of this episode. Chad! How's that? Yay! Yay, we can hear you. Chad, I'm actually going to hang up on you and call you back to see if that fixes your sound, your internet a little bit because you're breaking up every other word. Okay. Okay. Tell him to email us the answers. Read my <laughs> <at> the end. <laughs> what was that? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. The, Nothing. The Everything's fine. Regaling us with tales of how many times they've had to stop and start their show just for your internet. That's all. Oh, we just keep going. <laughs> I'll just go directly to Chad Burdett to test out. I know you're next after him, Brent. I need to go to Chad first so we can test out his internet. Chad. Well, uh, I actually did read some of the Marvel Now stuff, thanks to Mike uh, letting me borrow it. I think I read the Fantastic Four was a fan horse, and he... <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was... Who did? <laughs> well, well, Chad, I think you can probably go to bed. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, don't make me go. That man's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs>